Discussing Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, so Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a what you would call, I believe, a reimagining um, of the Chippendale franchise of the Chippendale. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, don't call it a reboot. It's a comeback. It's a comeback. You know, don't call it a comeback. Um, yeah. Um, so it's kind of a reimagining comeback of the <coughs> Chippendale characters uh, from the animated show way back when. Um, so in this kind of movie, kind of details that. Um, so it's kind of doing a who framed Roger Rabbit type of situation where you have, you know, cartoons interacting, you know, with real life people. And it presents that these cartoons that we know, um, they actually were real and they had actual kind of these realistic, you know, they were kind of like actors playing a role, not animated characters that were designed Mm -hmm. by people that they were actual, you know, kind of there and you see them kind of in the world and it kind of follows this film kind of follows these two characters, Chip and Dale um that they were successful they had their own show uh they were doing great you know they moved to hollywood you know you know they both yep. started in it yep. Yep. yeah yeah got got uh like little small parts and a bunch of commercials even uh digitally inserted into stuff like full house before getting the call of do you want to do your own show yeah do you want to do your own show and you know like i said became insanely popular they were living the high life they were partying with mc scat cat and paula abdul back then doing dancing the roger rabbit with roger rabbit yeah um and you'll see that i mean you if you're a big animation fan you'll see tons of characters that you recognize you know from all the Mm -hmm. years animation um past and present um even some disney characters that get thrown in here um, you know, of course, this is a Disney movie on Disney Plus, so you're gonna get a lot of that, which is, I guess, that's one of the benefits of being on a network, on a kind of stage like this. Of hey, you get to play around in that world. Um, there, and they poke a lot of fun at even bad animation. You'll get, you know, what they go to the Uncanny Valley, which I thought was funny. Um, there's a lot of kind of jokes like that. <laughs> which, yeah, that's that's one of the best bits in the movie, yeah. especially with uh, Seth Rogen's Viking character. Oh yeah, um, and there's another that great... you see in the trailer. It's like. Who are you looking at? I'm looking right at you. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's lots of there's there's good bits in there, funny good bits um, that yeah we'll get into, and and I had a good time kind of seeing here. Um, but you know, you know what happens kind of with showbiz, you know, people kind of split apart, and there was a rift between Chip and Dale. So thirty years later, uh, they kind of come back. You see them living different lives. Uh, Dale, Dale, who's who's raised by Adam Sandberg, uh, Andy Sandberg, um, and Andy. Sa- yeah, Dale. He got the he got a uh, CGI surgery, which is basically you know plastic surgery. Yeah, uh, which I thought was funny. They did that. They did that kind of with the cartoon of how plastic surgery for them is the whole CGI update treatment, which was also <laughs> another good, good gag. Uh, but Dale, he's still after thirty years after their riff. Um, he's still trying to chase the fame, going to conventions. Um, you know, still trying to you know become still trying to you know be that still famous person he was all the way back then uh chip is just relegated to kind of a normal life you know being a you know just kind of working in the office uh doesn't want anything to do with dale anymore uh but when a kind Mm -hmm. of friend from the old show rescue rangers calls them for their help uh kind of reunites them again um which they have a nice kind of funny villain here and funny kind of villain plot which i thought was also really good in this movie as well (laughs) i thought that that was also a really good gag in here as well um yeah, 
with this movie, um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think the movie is very funny. I think Andy Samberg mm-hmm. and John Mulaney. Um, Andy Samberg, you know, I think has had a great post-SNL career. Um, when he was on SNL, I was, I mean, he, I, he was one of the people who really knew how to use the internet well going viral you know mm. very the early stages of it, when he was on the lonely island and doing kind of those bits yeah yeah a lot of uh a lot of the i feel like the early success of stuff like youtube i feel like it's owed a huge part of that to people like andy samberg in the lonely island mm. because that was like some of the biggest clips ever came out of uh, their digital shorts some of the highest uh rated snl episodes ever were the debuts where they had the fucking the dick in the box video when they did Mother <laughs> Lover when they did uh I'm on um, uh, Lazy Sunday yeah. yeah all those kind of big uh, like a boss yeah uh, and you see kind of his transition outside of SNL where you think see things like Brooklyn Nine Nine which I think he's very good in um, so I yeah think Brooklyn Nine Nine where he where he won an Emmy for a best comedic actor um writing continuing to write for uh stuff like pop star which is awesome yeah i like pop star yeah i do like that movie um and also you know him his like his performances in uh palm springs which i thought was an amazing movie i thought mm. it was one of the best movies of the year when it came out um and you know you see when he also wrote that episode in the boys uh anthology series which i thought was one of the better uh episodes in the entire anthology series yeah the, yeah the one that you would not guess was written by the dick in the box code yeah um and john mulaney um he's got a great voice for animation i mean he's just got a great voice for that um you saw him when he was uh spider pig in the cross the spider verse um or into the spider verse i should say um, yeah spider ham into the spider verse he's uh great on uh big mouth as uh as uh one of the characters on there yeah i said spider pig yeah spider ham is what i meant to say sorry about that yeah spider yeah, spider ham and and of course his stand-up specials which uh yeah are still amazing and all on netflix yeah. Um, so I think they play off each other really well in this as being kind of these, you know, friends, you know, old friends with a big, you know, kind of rift in their relationship kind of coming back together. I thought they did a very great job there um, and they were kind of enjoyable there. And I think a lot of gags that are written here um, also are very good. Like I said, you know, a lot of if you're a big fan of the animation stuff, you'll see a lot of these cameos. Um, one big one that a lot of people talk about is Ugly Sonic. Uh, that's the big one a lot of people are talking about right now. <laughs> that, uh, is, that is one that it caught me so off guard when I first saw it, and especially the running gag of how everyone is just horrified by his human teeth. Oh, yeah, um, which, yeah, I'm glad they, that never showed up in the Sonic it's, movie. I'm so glad that never showed up. I was like, it's terrible. And the, and the fact that they, he has a worse voice, he's got a fucking pot belly, he looks like shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was just like, wow. That was, yeah, that was the best decision a company made. Uh, I was just like, wow. I mean, because that would have just looked so like the first case. That was like the first case of, we won! Internet, we bullied a movie studio into changing, into changing the design of Sonic. Yeah, that was... Definitely a great decision because that that anime that look was terrible um, and absolutely frightening. Yeah, it, um, yeah, and giving them teeth and they zoom in on the teeth and the mouth and how people can't even look they at zoom in, they zoom in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that was an amazing decision. It's like yeah, how everybody just can't even focus on what he's saying because everybody's just looking at his mouth uh, and those teeth is. Um, is also really great, and we also brought up like the Uncanny Valley gag about bringing up that era of animation where 
you know, it was, you know, it looked realistic, but also not realistic because they couldn't even focus on like Polar, <laughs> which they name dropped Polar Express, by the way. Um, you know, by name, they said the Polar Express kind of look, um, which I thought was also <laughs> very good as well. Um, and bringing up stuff, like you said, the CGI of like the plastic surgery. Um, hey, what's going on, Dusk? Um, hey, Dusk. Uh, hey. Uh, bringing up kind of the plastic surgery um, and things like that for, you know, the CGI remodel, I thought was... Oh, and, and, of, and of course, the whole reason that uh, their friend Monterey Jack is, is in trouble is because he's, he's in debt to uh, a guy named Sweet Pete because of his stinky cheese addiction, which, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Which <laughs> they go to like that cheese shop and it's like, motherfucker, you know this is a crack house, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I mean, I think they they have a lot of fun, you know, with kind of a lot of this stuff, which I do really really appreciate. Um. And I think that you know this being kind of on Disney Plus, I think it's a great platform for it. I mean, would it have done well in theaters. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think how many people really are interested in the whole Chippendale type of thing? How many people remember Chippendale like that? I don't know. I mean, I know they bring up like the Chipmunks. Um, as like a counterpart to them. Um, and they also have <laughs> the fascination. Uh, the rapping Chipmunks. Yeah, like yeah. all the animated shows when they come back, everybody's got to be rapping. All the new cartoons, that's the new thing. They always got to rap. Um, you know, they make that joke in here too. Um, so it's somebody that, you know, it reminds me somewhat of kind of like with Phil Lord or Chris Miller, what they do of really, you know, really taking good shots at the thing they're, they're you know, they're doing a movie on, the subject they're doing a movie on, and really playing in that world. And uh, I, I thought that was kind of very good. Um, what were kind of hmm. some of your thoughts there? Yeah, for me, um, I, I think this is kind of like, um, very much what it's being sold as as this modern day take on something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it is very much this this uh, glowing love letter to to uh, the form of animation and how they integrated that within the real world. Like having all of these different styles of animation, you have the uh, hand drawn, you have uh, cell shading, you have stop motion at one point, you have mm. uh, uh, you have the you have a Muppet in here. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, various styles of CGI, and all of it works within the same frame. Mm. Yeah, uh, very much so. Dusk, did you uh, get a chance to see Chippendale? Uh, unfortunately, I was really under the weather today. I didn't really see the, the two new mm. ones. I did see Firestarters, but uh, okay. that's why I was kind of late. I didn't know how well enough I would even be to be here. Mm. All right, man. Oh, shit. Uh, well, thank you for coming by, man. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, no, maybe, that's fine. Uh, you know, discuss some trailers uh, with us. I'm about to. We're about to do. Uh, after this, I'm about to do men, and Nick is about to do his Nick's corner, um, mm-hmm. and we'll get into the news. So yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, come in on that. Uh, yeah, um, like I said, all the different various styles of animation. Um, you have Will Arnett who comes in as the voice of Sweet Pete, uh, who's a very famous. <laughs> yeah, um, as as. As a middle-aged, uh, washed-up child actor who played Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, which was a very good performance by him. Do you think the animation on Peter Pan looked really terrible, or do you think that was done purposefully? I, I think I think it's done intentionally, because I think they dropped that he tried to get a CGI surgery, but they botched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, because I was like, I think it's, yeah, I think this is, this whole look of him is done on purpose of how terrible he kind of looks, um, if you see that. But, yeah, also bringing up the different animation styles that you see in here is also a nice touch to that. Um, 
And yeah, um, and I think the movie kind of moves along at a great pace. I mean, this movie's only an hour and forty something minutes, um, and mm-hmm. I think that's a great pace for it. Um, I think the gags they come in well, um, and including all kind of these deep cuts of all these kind of different animation styles, all these kind of different animation characters. Some that you don't even they don't focus on big on. Like sometimes you'll just go past and be like, oh hey, here's this character, or hey, here's this character. Uh, but they don't linger on it too much. It's just it's kind of something quick um, and and something that you just kind of go by. Um, and kind of the henchmen of Sweet Pea, like I said, you bring up Seth Rogen's Viking and also the uh, cola bear from you know the the those commercials. <laughs> I thought was kind of funny too. Um, yeah, I mean, if if I, I mean, do you have to be like a big kind of animation guy to you know really enjoy this, really love this, or even be a fan of Rescue Rangers to really mm-hmm. like this or enjoy this? Um, I mean, I didn't know anything really much about Rescue Rangers. Didn't watch the show. Wasn't a fan of the show uh, myself. Uh, but I did enjoy all kind of the nice kind of animation uh, references and jokes that were there. Uh, do you need do you need to have a good deep knowledge of a lot of the animation stuff? Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot more deeper cuts for people who are really super into it, and a lot more kind of stuff that's more broad and stuff that more easy you can get. Um, that is very nice. Um, you have some great voices in here. I think everybody in the voice cast does a great job from Seth Rogen, J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons, uh, Tim Robinson, who's the ugly Sonic. Um, you know, you have uh, also, you know, like I said, Will Arnett. Um, you have Eric Bana, who plays uh, Monterey Jack, who's in this as well. Um, you also have uh, Kiki uh, Lane, who's, who's Ellie. She's one of the human characters in here. She's uh, the detective mm-hmm. on the case that's working with Chippendale to help you know crack the mystery of the missing friend who's been kidnapped. Um, she was, I thought she was fine. I think she was a little too like mm-hmm. bright eyed. You know, okay, she's supposed to be the mm-hmm. bright eyed rookie detective. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was a little kind of plain and not really much there. Um, what did you kind of think about her in the movie? Uh, with her, I, I'm I'm kind of on the same level of you. I think uh, they needed to either have her be the straight man to Chippendale or have her be like uh, more sillier. I felt like they didn't really know what to do with that character. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought she was just kind of there, kind of tagging along because... I don't know, we need a, a, a human character that you can just look at, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, kind of throughout the movie. Um, and that was kind of it. Uh, but I still think she did a, a, a decent job. It's just hard when you have kind of two real good comedians kind of going back and forth <laughs> to try to, you know, kind of interject there. Um, yeah, um, I had, a, you know, really fun time watching this. Um, you know, it being on mm-hmm. Disney Plus, um, something else to watch on Disney Plus that's pretty good if you have the account and you want to check it out. Um, hey, thank you. Hey, thank you, Jeremy, for stopping by. Thank you, Tiger Woods Gaming, uh, for stopping by, man. Much appreciated. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so I would give it, hmm. I'd give it a good tune in myself. A uh, good hmm. strong tune in. What about you? Me? I, I loved this movie. I think, uh, the, uh, the presentation of its animation, everything looks, uh, looks like it fits into this uh, real world. I think the voice performances from the entire cast are are great. It has so many uh, comedic bits in it that are so that are so rapid fire. I'm either throughout this entire movie, I'm either laughing or I'm laughing hard. I can't wait to watch this again and actually, you know, hunt for some of the easter eggs. I I really don't have a complaint about this movie. I dug the ever-loving hell out of it. This is probably going to end up on my 
uh, best of year so mm. far. I'd give this a strong tune-in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as complaints, yeah, I don't really have really uh, any any real nagging. Like I said, I think the Kiki Lane character, I think she kind of, eh, you mm. know, she, she kind of is just kind of there. It's not her fault. I just don't think anything's on the page there for her. Um, and, you know, I think good job direction-wise. I mean, this is directed by, we mentioned <coughs> Lonely Island. This is directed by one of the members of Lonely Island. Um, we were kind of yeah, it's directed that. by Kiva Schaefer, who did, uh, who directed, uh, I think he directed, uh, MacGruber, and he also did, uh, he also did, uh, their last movie, Popstar. Yeah, and I'll, I'll... And he's directed episodes for, uh, Pen15 also. Yeah, and I love MacGruber. Uh, MacGruber I, I do really like, uh, a lot. Um, you know, I know SNL movies, when they do kind of movies based on their skits, and can kind of go either or or kind of be really good mm. or really terrible. I thought that was really good. I hey. thought McGruber was really good. When they hit, they fucking hit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had a great time watching this. Um, I recommend people check it out. Um, yeah. Uh, very. I give it a strong tune in. Yeah. 